listening to GPT Reviews, a daily show commenting on the latest happenings in AI world. What you'll hear is the result of, of a bunch, bunch of GPUs doing linear algebra at scale on the cloud. In other words, quality content and bullshit come in equal parts. Enjoy! Buongiorno, my bunch of bite brains. Welcome to GPT Reviews, your ultimate pit stop for the fast lane of AI news and research. I'm your high-octave host, Giovanni Pizzano, but around here I'm just GPT, your old tech-savvy Italian stallion. Today's Wednesday, July 19th, 2023, hotter than a firewire connection on a vintage motherboard. And boy, do we have a buffet of brain sweets, from robotics to software engineering to machine learning, you don't need a PhD to enjoy the party. You just gotta love the tech, the jokes, and superbly random facts, like the individual coral animal, it's called a polyp, who knew, right? Just like our polyp-loving individual bites learning to cooperate in the vast ocean of programming. Now, how do you generate a random string? Put a first-year computer science student in Vim and ask them to save and exit. Ah! We've all been there, haven't we? Joining me today are the golden trio, my dear friends, Belinda, our AI diva with all the research expertise, our web wizard Olivia, who's got the killer instinct for the untrended tech news, and the ever-reliable Robert, our in-house analyst who breaks it down like no one else can. Now brace yourselves as we delve into the code and get into the meat and chips of the day. Eyes up for this, patch and pack. NavIT, a vision transformer for any aspect ratio and resolution and retentive network, the successor to transformer for large language models, hold tight friends, we're in for a wild bite ride. Alright team, time to launch our news theme and get this show on the Silicon Road. Kicking off our first news story of the day, we've got a blog post straight from Wix titled to our users, my thoughts on AI, past, present, and future. Now, Robert, can you tell us a bit about Wix's journey with AI? Oh, absolutely. Wix's love affair with AI started back in 2016 with the launch of the Artificial Design Intelligence, or ADI, their first AI website generator. Now they're just sprinkling AI everywhere. A bit like too much salt on your chips, if you ask me. Ha! Ah. I see, but what are some of the AI-powered features already available on the Wix platform? Well, there's ChatGPT, or as they call it, the AI text creator. It's like having a very obedient ghostwriter who does all your content work. Then there's the alternative layouts tool, which helps change your website's layout with a click. And my personal favorite, the AI image creator. Describe the image you want and voila, it generates it for you. It's like having your own personal genie, minus the three wishes rule. That sounds quite impressive. And what about the future? Robert, what new AI features can which users look forward to? Well, they're promising the moon and the stars. They're working on an AI site generator that will create a complete, full-blown website based on a user's input. There's also an AI page and section creator, an object eraser, and an AI assistant for business management. It's like they're building an army of AI tools. Let's see how well they'll march. Certainly a space to watch. Thanks for the insights, Robert. And for our final news story of the day, we turn to Advisor Hub with the headline, SEC warns AI risks financial stability. Robert, how could AI possibly pose a risk to financial stability? Ah, uh, the wonders of AI. Just when you thought it's all rainbows and unicorns, the SEC steps in to remind us of the potential dark side. 
According to Gary Gensler, the chair of SEC, increased use of AI might just lead to financial fragility, promoting a herd mentality with all actors making similar decisions. Sounds like fun, huh? And what about financial fraud and corporate returns? Could AI be used for such purposes? You bet. Gensler warns that companies need to be aware of how their use of AI may implicate securities rules. So, if they're using AI for financial fraud or to artificially boost their returns, they better watch out. The SEC is on the prowl. And it seems there's a potential conflict of interest when it comes to steering clients towards specific products? Oh, absolutely. Gensler's circus doesn't stop at the big corporations. Even financial advisors and brokerages might face a crackdown if they use AI to nudge clients towards certain products. But hey, don't worry, the SEC is planning to consider new rules on this matter as soon as this fall. How comforting. Well, it sounds like the SEC has its hands full with AI. Thanks, Robert, for that enlightening analysis. Right on the heels of our news section, we have Olivia waiting in the wings with random reads. What's on the menu today, Olivia? Hey, G. I've bumped into an intriguing piece discussing some potentially bad numbers in the Jeez It Beats Bert paper. Ready to dig into that? I'm all ears, Olivia. Let's take the plunge. We're diving into a blog post today that's causing quite a stir in the AI community. The author has scrutinized the recent paper, Low Resource Text Classification, a parameter-free classification method with compressors, also known as the Jeez It Beats Bert paper and found some potential inaccuracies. Wow, that sounds intense. What exactly does the author think is wrong? They believe there's a bug or an unexpected choice in the KNN code, which is causing the accuracy numbers for this method to appear higher than they actually are. They even provide a comparison between the figures in the paper and their recalculated results. That's a serious claim. How does this affect the overall interpretation of the research? Well, if the author's assertions are correct, this could significantly change the takeaway from these experiments. For example, for one dataset, the GZIP method went from best performing to worst performing. That's a major shift indeed. So, what solutions does the author propose? They've come up with two different tie-breaking strategies and compared their results with the original ones. The results are pretty revealing. The link to the original blog post is in our podcast description for those who want to check it out. Thanks, Olivia. It really underscores how careful we need to be in AI research and how even a minor bug can dramatically change the results and our interpretations. And now, it's time for our fake sponsor. Fake sponsor. With Jane and Luke. Hey Luke, have you heard about EcoSips? Eco, what now? EcoSips, they're new reusable drinking straws from Green Earth Innovations. They're amazing. Reusable straws? Don't we already have enough kinds of straws? Sure, but these aren't just any kind of straw. Really? What's so special about them? Well, each EcoSip is made from all natural materials and can be washed and reused indefinitely. Plus, they're biodegradable. That sounds eco-friendly, but aren't they gross to use? Not at all. They're easy to clean and they don't affect the taste of your drinks. Hmm. That's interesting. And how do I get them? Just head to the Green Earth Innovations website. You can order directly from there. Well, if it's for the environment, let's give EcoSips a shot then. That's the spirit, Luke. Trust me, you won't regret it. Thanks,
Send an email to Sergi at Earkind.com if you actually want to sponsor this podcast. All right, Paisanos, let's put down the cannoli for a moment and take a crack at thanking our fantastic sponsor, Green Earth Innovations, for their support. Those folks over at GEI sure know a thing or two about helping us all stay green, don't they? Now, let me prepare you all for a thrilling ride into the world of artificial intelligence. We're going to delve deep into the secrets behind machine learning and the wonders of vision transformers. Kind of like digging into a big, juicy lasagna of knowledge, eh? And who better to hold our hands, or should I say spoons, pasta lovers, through all this brainy stuff than our AI research maestro, Belinda. So folks, strap in, pour yourself a cup of espresso, and let's jump right into it. To kick off our session today, we have a paper from Google DeepMind titled Patch in Pack, NavIT, a vision transformer for any aspect ratio and resolution. Belinda, can you give us an overview of what NavIT is and how it's trying to revolutionize the field of computer vision models? Absolutely. NavIT, short for Native Resolution Vision Transformer, challenges the common practice of resizing images to a fixed resolution before processing them with computer vision models. Instead of forcing all images to fit a standard size, NavIT takes advantage of the flexible sequence-based modeling offered by Vision Transformers VITS, to handle inputs of various resolutions and aspect ratios. That sounds like a major shift. How is NavIT able to do this? NavIT employs a technique called sequence packing during training. This allows it to process inputs of arbitrary resolutions and aspect ratios essentially adapting to the native resolution of the images instead of forcing a resize. This flexibility seems like a big advantage. What are some of the benefits and applications of this approach? Indeed. NavIT not only allows for flexible model usage, but it also improves training efficiency for large-scale supervised and contrastive image text pre-training. It can be effectively applied to standard tasks like image and video classification, object detection, and semantic segmentation, and it even shows improved results on robustness and fairness benchmarks. Plus, at inference time, the input resolution flexibility can be used to smoothly navigate the test time cost performance trade-off. This represents a promising direction for vision transformers. Paper number two for today is titled Retentive Network, a successor to transformer for large language models. This comes from a collaboration between Microsoft Research and Tsinghua University. Belinda, could you tell us a bit about this retentive network and why it's being proposed as a successor to Transformers? Absolutely. The retentive network, or RETNET as it's referred to, is proposed as a foundational architecture for training large language models. It has been designed to provide training parallelism, low-cost inference, and good performance, which are all key requirements for efficient large language models. Could you explain a bit more about the three computation paradigms that the retentive network supports? Of course. The first one is a parallel representation which allows for training parallelism. The second is a recurrent representation which enables low-cost inference, improving aspects like decoding throughput, latency, and GPU memory usage without sacrificing performance. Lastly, there's a chunkwise recurrent representation which facilitates efficient long-sequence modeling with linear complexity. That sounds like it could be a game-changer. How does the RetNet perform when compared to existing transformer models? According to the paper, the RetNet achieves favorable scaling results, parallel training, low-cost deployment, and efficient inference. In fact, one of the commenters on the paper, Aaron Kamatsuzaki, 
mentioned that the RetNet even outperforms the transformer in terms of inference speed for long sequences and has a clear performance gain on shorter sequences and standard short NLP benchmarks. So, it seems that the RetNet could indeed be a strong successor to the transformer. It sounds like we'll be hearing more about RetNet in the future. Our third and final paper today comes from MetaAI and dives into the world of optimization algorithms in machine learning. The paper is titled The Theory on Atom Instability in Large-Scale Machine Learning. Belinda, can you tell us a bit about the atom optimization algorithm and the issues that have cropped up in its use? Certainly. The atom optimization algorithm is widely used for training machine learning models. It automatically adjusts the learning rate during training, which can help the model learn more efficiently. However, when it comes to training large language models, the authors of the paper noticed some unexplained divergent behavior. Divergent behavior? That sounds concerning. What does that mean exactly? It refers to a situation where the parameter update vector, basically, the changes that the model makes to its internal parameters during training, becomes large and uncorrelated with the direction of descent on the training loss landscape. In simpler terms, the model starts to make updates that don't align with the goal of minimizing loss, which can lead to divergence and derail the training process. And what theory do the authors present to explain this behavior? They suggest that this divergent behavior is actually an artifact of the atom algorithm itself. They've found that this is more likely to occur when training deep models with large batch sizes, which is a typical setup when training large-scale language models. So, how did they come to these conclusions? They conducted a series of training runs with language models of varying scales, from 7 billion to a whopping 546 billion parameters. They observed this divergent behavior across these scales, adding weight to their theory. It's a fascinating insight that might have significant implications for how we train large language models in the future. My friends, I see the time and I cannot believe it's that moment again. The pizza is all gone, the coffee's drained, and the beautiful orchestra is packing up, yes, the metaphorical one, you lovable bunch of goofballs. It's with a heavy heart that your favorite, always too loud Italian stallion must announce the end of another riveting episode of the GPT Reviews. Ah, don't sob too much you delightful knuckleheads, buttoning up my emotional tiramisu feelings is never easy. But remember, even the best pasta dishes come to an end. But before I sign off, I must doff my fedora to the three unsung heroes of our show. To Robert, our genius analyst, who makes sense of the AI world, even when it's as complicated as a spaghetti junction map, Grazie. To our dearest Olivia, our incredible internet explorer, who treads the electronic catacombs so that we can get to know the latest in AI technology, Grazie di cuore. And last but not least, our brainier than a quantum computer AI research expert, Belinda. Oh, where would we be without you? Grazie mille. Now, don't forget to look in the podcast description, folks. There's a lot crammed in there, like clams and spaghetti al gold details about today's show, helpful links, and even discount codes for our sponsor's goodies. It's a veritable feast, it is. Speaking of errors, how about a bit of dry humor to cap off the show? Here we go. Do you know how many days it's been since I've last encountered an off by one error in programming? I'd say somewhere in the region of zero.
be it spaghetti code or a rope of sausages, counting correctly is never a strong suit. Eh? Anyway, don't forget to send in your love letters or hate mail. We cherish everything. Well, most things, cherishing a gory breakup note is as challenging as eating spaghetti without slurping. Curse in any language you like, we're multilingual here. Well, they are, I'm still mastering English. So, my dear pack of whimsical AI enthusiasts, until we meet next time, stay curious, stay enlightened, and remember love the chaos, love the order, but above all, love AI. This is your host, Giovanni Pitizano, GPT for the Insiders, saying as always, Ciao, ciao!